to episode one of Her Space. This feels really weird. I'm your host. I'm Corey. Gosh, I don't even know how to start. I feel like I've been spending like over an hour trying to fix the audio and I know the audio is going to be horrible and I apologize in advance. It's just I don't really want to make a really big investment (laughs) until I'm like fully like know what I'm doing, what I need to buy. So just bear with me for these first couple of episodes. I'm literally doing the biggest no-nos of podcasts. I'm actually recording on GarageBand and I have AirPods in. Um, My mic sucks also. I got that off of Amazon like a year ago. So that was my first red flag. But anyways, so glad you're here. I'm really nervous. I don't really know where to start. Um, I guess I'll just start with like, what, who am I? Like, who, who am I? to make you want to listen to me. Well, let's just dive in. So first of all, I am Corey. <laughs> I'm 20 years old and I'm a self-discovery life coach, which essentially a life coach is kind of think of it as like a therapist or a counselor, but just add in a little bit. I feel more healing, more growing and more self-acceptance. It's not so much talk therapy per se. There is talk therapy, but it's a little bit more than that. It's very in the body. Um, It's just kind of like learning how to get in touch with your body, getting in touch with your intuition, um, because our bodies hold the truth of everything. So every struggle that we face, we have answers. And essentially, a life coach kind of walks you through how to get those answers. So my job as a life coach is to not teach you anything, but ask you questions on how to get there, basically. So yeah, (laughs) that's that. Jeez Louise, I just listened back to that audio and I'm so sorry about how bad the audio is. I'm just going to take this as like a very good learning experience. Just like I'm going to listen to this a year from now and just you know, it's just going to make me into a, a better person. I'm going to appreciate the equipment that I have later in the future, right? <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Anyways, so I'm currently 20. Um, and basically, I'm just kind of living life by following my intuition, which essentially is how I am here. And here as in like, I, I'm living in Florida with my boyfriend and my dog. Um, you know, I have my certification. I just have like a part-time job right now and I'm just taking life as it comes, which essentially is kind of why I wanted to start this podcast. You know, by listening to my intuition, it's kind of how I ended up dropping up college, which, you know, I kind of want to touch base on, um, you know, in a different episode, just kind of the struggles that people face when we have this expectation to go through college and how I essentially, I can only speak for myself. But I find that relatability might help a lot of people. I feel like going in with this podcast, I wanted it to be very authentic to myself, almost as if like if I were back in time of the struggles that I faced and I could listen to somebody say the things that I needed to hear, it would have helped me so much. And so that's kind of where I'm going off of. It's just like, I want to be that person for for people who went through the same struggles or are figuring out life, you know? Anyways, so yeah, back in 2020, I dropped out of college and I felt pretty lost because 
you know, that's like every, but everything you, you graduate high school, you go to college. Right. And so I guess it's becoming a little bit more normal, which I love that it's that college is not normally your route anymore, which I find is great. But I think it's still that kind of like ego mind, especially when you have siblings or family members or, you know, that pressure of, of needing to prove yourself, I guess. I don't know. I, I definitely want to touch base on this in a different episode, but that kind of helped me become the version of myself that I am today and that the happiest I've ever been because I've learned not to let judgment or comparison really get in the way of things that I have a dream of. Of course, it's still a struggle. We're human, but it's definitely taught me how to just do the thing because nobody's going to care at the end of the day, right? So it's like something I have to tell myself is like, even if I'm the only listener of this podcast, that's okay because that's something that I've wanted to do for a really long time. And I finally got it out of my head that it does not matter what people think, you know, those people, you know, we all have those people that it's like, but what if they see it? So essentially that's kind of why I'm doing it now. Like I said, I bought this microphone like a year ago. I've always wanted to do a podcast, but I've always had that fear of like, who's going to listen? What are they going to think? And I think that's what like stops a lot of people doing things as well. Just like, what are they going to think? What about X, Y, and Z? How am I going to do it? And so I really want this podcast to almost be like that sign to just do it, right? Like that relatability of just like, I don't know what I'm doing. We don't know what we're doing. Let's just not know what we're doing together and let's just do it, right? I don't know. So I I became a coach last year um, with a really, really cool company. Um, it was seriously life-changing. I, I, I always look back at it and I'm just like, I'm not the same person that I was this time last year. And it's crazy. That's what life's about. None of us are the same person we are the year before, but it's just crazy how much growth we have when we really think about it and how much like fear that was crushed basically last year. I mean, like last year I moved away at 19 to Alabama. We'll get to that. Okay. (laughs) And I probably never would have done that. I never, ever would have done that at 19, you know, and now that I'm in, I'm in Florida, I'm 20 and I have a dog now. Like, it's just crazy. Uh, how life life goes, you know? So with that said, I am a military girlfriend, which funny enough, I used to say that I never wanted to be a military wife or like anything close to it. I just did not, I couldn't do it. You know, I felt like I just, I was not as strong as those military wives. I don't know how they do it. I commend them 100%. Like it was just not going to be for me. And then somehow here I am. Um, yeah, so something that I've also kind of like had to transition my mind from was like, I used to associate military, like families, not necessarily families, but like that, that military girlfriend per se of like, you're just following him. You're, you're changing your dreams and your goals so that you can follow them. And I had that in my head for a really long time of like, gosh, now I have to compromise everything. I have to compromise my life to make sure that he can live his dream. But that's not what it is at all. And that's what I'm, you know, I've been learning over this past year of life is not, it's just so much more. 
I'm looking at it as like an opportunity to grow my dreams into something that I never thought was possible. I feel like if if I still had that mindset, I would have stayed in Texas. I would never would be the person I am now. I never would have started this podcast, that's for sure. I feel like leaving home and just kind of doing it was such a good experience because I got to learn who I was, who I'm becoming, what I like, what I didn't like, you know, and just growing. And I find like that, that's what life is about. It's just like taking those leaps whenever you have doubt. I feel like if you have more worries or doubts or just like emotions about something, I think it's worth taking that risk because it means that you care about it. Like there's, there's something more there, something worth exploring. So I'm just kind of learning, learning that. And I'm also going to be living by myself. He's going, he's shipping off shipping off for a couple of months at a time. And so I'm going to take that time as a really cool experience to like really discover who I am. I mean, I'm going to be in a city by myself with a dog. I have a job and I'm meeting people there, but you know, it's still a scary experience. I feel like people, people who have boyfriends or husbands or just moving to a city by themselves, like I'll have that fear of like, how am I supposed to do this? I don't know because I have not gone there yet, but I think it's going to be a really cool experience to kind of document and talk about the struggles and the exciting parts and everything in between. I think this is going to help me gain more independence into really finding who I am. So yeah, I also have a dog. I keep mentioning that, which I feel like I 100% manifested. She was a shelter dog, which I felt really strongly about because we were going to adopt a dog from a foster home. But after going to a shelter, I just knew I was like, I can't, I have to get one from the shelter. And so her name is Dallas. Ironically, I'm from Dallas. So I am that person, but she's like the best dog ever. I'm obsessed with her. She's so well-behaved. I 100%, 100,000% manifest her. I feel like I'm like pitching myself. Like, this is why you should listen. I don't know. Maybe, is this what a first date feels like? All right, let's get into the real stuff. So today's episode, I kind of wanted to do a short little thing about who I am, like, who are you even listening to? And also kind of like this topic that I am always searching for. I feel like we are always searching for it. And it's just, what does it mean to live your best life? I feel like that is always said, like live your best life queen, like, like just little things like that. But like, what does that mean? You know, there, there's no rule book. There is nothing like this, this level is what it means to live your best life. Like there's nothing. So it's just kind of like how, what is, what does that mean for everybody? At least I'm curious about it. I don't know if you are. Maybe I just put that in your head. But I feel like for me, I can only speak on a personal level. Living your best life is not having an agenda? Question mark. I I put that as a question mark because for me, I found not having like this huge plan is how I'm living my best life because I'm living without an agenda. And like, by 
not having an agenda, what I mean by that is to not have this expectation for yourself, which don't get it twisted with having goals and dreams. I love that. I am constantly having goals for myself. I have a vision board right next to me that I'm always looking at. Like having those are so good, but not having like a standard for yourself, like an expectation of meeting something at a certain level. I think it's kind of what I mean by not having an agenda of just like doing it, not overthinking it, I think is what living your best life means. And I don't think it means like you have to move across the country and quit your job and live by yourself in a van. Of course, that would be literally awesome. And maybe that is your dream. Maybe that is a goal. But that doesn't mean like that. Once I get there, that means that I'm living my best life. I think you can work a nine to five in your hometown and still be living your best life. You know, and I think that's something that I feel needs to be like normalized of just like you don't have to live this crazy life in order to live your best life. But kind of kind of going off of that is I feel like living your best life also means taking risks and allowing allowing yourself to have emotions for it. So like something that I teach my clients and that I've learned is something called parts and protectors. So there's a ton of parts of us. So the part of us that gets scared, the part of us that's excited, the part of us that's creative, the part of us that overthinks, like there's a billion parts within our system. And once we can kind of identify what parts are apparent, so like for me right now, the part of me that's like, what the hell am I doing right now is very apparent. Like I just don't know what I'm doing. There's some overthinking. There's some excitement. You know, there's, there's a ton. So like identifying, letting it be there because those parts are a part of you. That is who you are. That's what makes you, you. And so I think living your best life is also to not have an expectation for how you're feeling, like your mood, your emotions, letting those parts and then protectors to be there. So it's like, we have these parts, the part of us that gets anxious Let's use that as as an example. And then we have a protector. A protector, like think of it as like a little circle as your your part. <laughs> and around it is your protector. And your protector is supposed to protect you. That is like coping mechanisms. That's fight or flight. That's, you know, how to distract yourself from feeling X, Y, and Z. That's what a protector is. And it's doing it out of love. You know, it's doing it to protect you, obviously, because this new thing is scary you're overthinking, you know, they want to keep you safe. So if you're feeling anxious, maybe you distract yourself by watching TV or taking a nap. You're constantly sleeping and there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's the first thing. It's just like, if you notice you have a protector, you have like a coping mechanism for something, that's not a bad thing at all. But allowing that to be there, I think that's a huge step of letting this expectation down for yourself to not not have a bar set of living your best life. And I'm just speaking from what it feels like emotionally to live your best life. I'm sure there's thousands of ways you can live your best life. We all have a list of just like our bucket list, things we want to do. Like I would love to just make money left and right and just travel the world. And I'm sure that is everybody else's. But like coming from this emotional place, I think living your best life is 
allowing yourself to fully be authentic. Because I think whenever we let ourselves not have an agenda, not have an expectation, if we let ourselves just fully be ourselves, no matter what we're feeling, what part is apparent or what protector is there, I think that honestly lets our system know like you are safe. You're safe to feel anything. And like safety, I I just want to make a whole episode about just like all these things about our systems and how how to feel safe in your body. But I think whenever we don't have like an agenda or an expectation for how we're supposed to feel in a setting, like I personally catch myself doing this all the time. If I'm in a social setting, if I'm at work, if I'm anywhere where there's people, I have this expectation that I need to be outgoing, that I need to make these people like me. Like, you know, they're not going to want to talk to me if I'm just quiet, but I have that part that's just like, I'm not shy. I'm just a little bit more observant. And so I struggle with almost accepting that part. I kind of look down on it. And I feel like we all kind of have those parts that we, we look down on because it's not who we want to be, quote unquote. But I think for me, whenever I'm in a social setting, I'm, I'm just a good listener. I really like to listen. I'm just an observer more than just like that outgoing person. I'll laugh at your jokes left and right. But like to make the jokes, I, I just don't feel comfortable doing that with people that I'm new, new to meeting. And so like once I, sometimes I'll catch myself like, why aren't you talking? You know, the person's right next to you. You're making it so awkward, blah, blah, blah. And then if I catch myself doing that and I, I just simply tell myself in my head, like, it's okay that you're quiet. It's okay that you're not talking. It's okay that you don't want to talk. I can just feel like my system softening. I can feel my body just like feel a little bit better and safer because I'm not having this expectation. I'm the only one that's, that's being hard on myself in this setting. Nobody else is thinking that. And if they are, it does not matter. So letting yourself know that it's okay to feel X, Y, and Z is, is going to make you almost trust yourself a little bit more. Like it helps, it helps yourself know that you're okay with, with who you are. And it's a process. It takes a while. We're all going through it. You know, I always say that my self-help journey, self-love journey, but I think there is no like start and end to a any kind of like self-love, self-discovery journey. I think we've all have a timeline that's different from each other. And like, that's, that's okay. We get to meet where we're at. We get to meet ourselves where we're at. And what I mean by that is if I'm feeling so low, I get to meet myself where I'm at. Why would I, why do I need to force myself to be somebody if I don't feel true to that, that day, you know? So kind of rounding this out, is that even a saying? Finishing this up? I don't know. What does it mean to live your best life? Is accepting yourself for where you're at, how you're feeling. I think living your best life does not have anything to do physically. It's all mental. It's all emotional. It's all in the body. I'm making this very deep. Episode one, we're going in. What does it mean to live your best life? If you were to ask yourself, am I living my best life? In a deeper question, are you content with who you are? Do you like who you are? Do you like how you think? Are you okay with your emotions? How are you feeling? Things like that. Like, be honest with yourself. There's always room to grow. 
There's always ways to learn. And that's like the first step is just to be vulnerable with yourself is like the first step of getting trust with yourself. And it takes time. Like there's probably so much resistance because I know when I started this, when I like quote unquote started this self-help journey, but when I like truly started doing the work, I had so much resistance into like accepting how I was actually feeling because I had an expectation for myself. Oh, I'm on a self-help journey. I should already, you know, be in this light. I should already feel happy. And that's not it. It's like, you've got to do the work. You got to get in deep to get into the light, you know? So yeah, that is just, you know, my, my perspective on what it means to live your best life. And I honestly would love to hear what your perspective is. Because this is, again, like everything that I say is just like from a perspective of myself. It's not like this is it, you know? It's just something that's on my mind, something that I feel very passionate about. And like, that's kind of the work that I just do for like, especially a self-discovery life coach. At the moment, I'm taking, you know, some time off being a coach because I, I didn't feel authentic to it. Even though I spent all year getting the certification and, and I had the clients and I had the hours, I decided to take a halt on it. And that was something my ego did not want me to because it was like, are you kidding me? You worked all year and you're not going to start your business. Everybody else is. All of the people you, went, you did this program with are already getting clients. Why, why do you want to stop? And it was because it didn't, feel, it didn't feel right at the time. This podcast seriously felt like this was the right thing to do. And Jacob even asked me once, like, are you not coaching because you're scared? And like, that's not it at all. It's because I don't feel true to it. I don't feel like it's authentically something I want to do at the moment. I feel like if I do it right now, it's going to feel really forced. And so I'm following my intuition. Here we are, full circle. I'm following my intuition and I'm starting this podcast. There you have it. End of story. The end. So to kind of sum up everything for episode one of Her Space is just knowing that there's no agenda attached to your life. Nothing is set in stone and you can learn to accept that you're allowed to change at any given moment. That this is your life and in reality, nobody else cares. Like it's almost like a harsh truth if it's like, if I really think about the people that intimidate me or like those people like I mentioned earlier, If I really think about it, they actually don't care at all. If anything, doing the thing that you're afraid of, judgment, I think is even better because it draws their attention. It's almost like the people that judge you for the thing you're doing probably comes out of jealousy of like, why couldn't I do that? Why don't I have the courage to do that? And once I, once somebody told me that, it totally changed the game for me because it's like, you're right. It's nothing personal. And that's kind of like that, that hill I had to get over of just like, that last little, I don't want people to judge me. If they're judging you, it's it's not personal. It goes back to them. And I think that is something everybody can take. Living your best life, knowing that nobody else's opinion matters. Even if they try so hard to make it matter, it's still a journey. It's a process. It's a challenge. But in the end, learning that their opinion doesn't matter, you've won. That's what life is about. Yay! Episode one is done. Isn't that crazy? It feels so weird. It's dark now. I spent a lot longer doing this and the audio still sucks. So sorry about that. But I kind of want to get into this habit of ending my episodes 
with like a journal prompt. I don't know if you're into journaling, but I am. And I think that would be kind of cool. Like each episode having like a journal prompt because I always look up like daily journal prompts and it's like, they're good. Some are good, but I just like, I don't know. I feel like that'd be kind of interesting. So the very first journal prompt off the dome is what does it mean to live your best life? That's it. Like seriously, like for you, what does it mean to live your best life? And just put some pen on paper and see what comes up. And I would be interested in knowing. I don't really know how to end podcasts. I, I haven't really thought about this um, this far. So I'm going to end it here. Thank you if you've listened. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm seriously so grateful for, for making this leap. And if you're interested in following along, give this um, podcast a follow. I don't know. Leave a review maybe. Or you can follow my socials. I'll have that somewhere. I'll figure it out. I mean, my Instagram is just my name, Corey Biber. I feel like that's my only like thing right now. Anyways, <laughs> thanks for listening again. I hope to be a little bit more consistent with this. And I will uh, talk soon. See you later, alligator. <laughs>